This episode of Disruption Nation is brought to you by True Place. What's up? Welcome back, Disruption Nation. I'm your host, Taylor Waithoffer. We have Jill Smith with Compass in the hot seat today. So uh, about to dive into her business, what she's doing right now to be one of the best agents in the city. So, uh, so accolades, top 25 for multiple years recognized by HBJ. Um, known her a long time, fantastic person. One of the, uh, she has the largest all women, all female. No longer. What? Hold on. <laughs> Todd, her husband joined the team. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, still pretty impressive. You know, she was on the cover of Houston Roll Producers in January of 2020. I mean, that was one of the last photo shoots I got to go to before the wheels fell off. You know what I mean? Yeah. January 2020, right? March is when, you know, it happened. So anyway, that's a big deal. We only get 12 shots a year to do that. So congratulations on that. That's That's huge. Uh, what else do I have here? So uh, 24 years of sales experience, um, nine nine in the pharmaceutical industry with Pfizer, went to uh, Sam Houston State University, and that is, uh, that is where my mother went. Got some ties there. Uh, let's see here. Four kids. Todd joined the team. Why I got to ruin the, you know, the largest woman team? In well, the there's two state. other guys, too. I didn't mention oh, okay. No, the dynamics have completely changed. Well, it's what kind of funny because January of last year when... We did the the cover for you, and the article was written about how mm -hmm. we were an all woman team, and now here we are today. You know, a little over a year later, and I have three men on my team. So, with COVID, you know, I, one agent, her husband got laid off, so he got his real estate license, and he joined the team. Okay. And then another agent's husband got laid off, and he joined the team, and then my husband joined the team. So, it's actually changed the dynamics, but but for the good because they they're really the the two husband and wife. Uh, members that I have on my team, they're operating as a team within a team. So they're really yeah. able to help each other grow their business. And that's cool. You know, we're so busy right now that, that both Martha and Holly needed that. That so. is an interesting dynamic. And then, and then with Todd, that's, that's, that's three husbands, right? So yeah. that's all. That's So we can't say we're an all woman team anymore. Yeah. That was pretty, it was a pretty proud thing. Like I'm the only guy at the photo shoot. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was a little intimidated. It was kind of like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm the, you know, I'm the reason that this photo shoot's happening. Yeah. That's why I'm here. But anyway. That was, so we yeah, need to it do was an impressive one. showing. We need to do another photo shoot with you. We do. Yeah, I'm the down. The team has grown and changed so much. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Um, all right. So, and then I said this on a live a second ago, but um, I just want just to reiterate uh, how to be creative with the buyers right now. That's a serious uh, dilemma. You know, um, anyway, we're, we're going to get into that. Uh, listening, being listening focused, just kind of how the team set up. You heard a little bit about it a second ago. Um, Pfizer is what she was doing before, before real estate. And advertising, charity, just some other cool stuff about Jill. So that's what you're in for. And I want to give a shout out. Okay, True Place is uh, one of our proud sponsors and is sponsoring this episode of Disruption Nation. So uh, they offer high quality photography, video, video tours, real estate agents, vacation rental managers, and they deliver with the next business day super quick. And uh, go to trueplace.com. We were just looking at the website right before we, uh, we started this. And, uh, and they're actually going to be featured in, in Houston Real Producers in, uh, in July. So check trueplace.com out. 
And uh, with that being said, let's, let's kind of dive into it, you know? So I was talking to a broker the other day and one of the things that they were, you know, describing the market as this has been the best market they've ever seen and also the hardest, you know, at the same Absolutely. time. And, and, and I know where he's going, but yeah, please elaborate on how, how y'all are handling that. Cause you, you got a good sized team. A lot of, how many of those agents are buyers? Well, all of the agents on my team do both sides. So okay. while most of them are more heavily focused on buyers, they also do listings, but Right now, just to to be successful in the climate that we're in, you really have to focus on listings because it's if you get a listing, it's going to sell. I mean, you're going to have multiple offers. It's going to sell probably for over list price. But if you've got a buyer, it's really a challenge to find some of our buyers' homes right now because of the multiple offers right. that are happening on every yeah. property. I made an offer for 60000 over list over the weekend for a really? client and he didn't get the house. Where was this? What part of town? It's in Tomball. Tomball. And what was the... like? neighborhood or specs on the house like how big was this house price point it was the house was listed for for 375 and we okay. went in at 433 and still didn't get the house That's so nuts. it's i mean it's you know i'm very blessed to be in this business and this yeah. is a great business it's totally unlimited but mm -hmm. um you know if, if you do focus heavily on listings then you're having a great year but if you focus more on buyers then you're probably not having such a great year so you know fortunately my team is very balanced um, I have focused on getting listings from day one in this business. I had a mentor when I started that, you know, really instilled some things to, in me. And one of those was yeah. focus on the listings. If you have the listings, the buyers will come, yeah. your business will grow. And the other thing is, um, you know, always stay in touch with your past clients. It's not a transaction, it's a relationship. And because of that, you know, about 50% of the business that we do every year is either past clients or referrals to past clients. And that's where we've gotten, you know, some of our listings that we've, we've taken this year as well. Absolutely. And so, man, so is it, so 50, 50 of your team is split on, on the two? Is that, or that's just the business as a whole? Just the business as a whole, about 50% of it is buyers and 50% is listings. So yeah. what do you do with the, you know, with the, with the crazy situations with, you know, with, with when you got the buyers, you know? What, what, well, what you, I mean, what, we're what looking for off market properties. We're, you know, we've got clients that want to be in certain neighborhoods. We're mailing letters to the neighborhood, looking for people that have thought about selling, but don't necessarily have their house on the market. Um, yeah. I've got a, an agent on my team who's literally going to go knock on doors probably today or tomorrow because his buyer who went in 25,000 above list price, didn't get the house. She's a cash buyer. So he's going to go knock on doors for similar houses. I mean, you just try to find the off market stuff. Yeah. You can't in this market, you can't do what you've always done. Yeah. Or you will not succeed. You've got to think outside of the box. You've got to be willing to get out of your comfort zone and do the things that other agents aren't willing to do in order to be successful for your clients. Yeah, that is huge. What, what are some of the other tips and tricks to find off market, you know, properties? I mean, we, um, you know, we're, we're putting it out there on social media. We're mailing letters. We're, um, you know, mailing postcards. We're door knocking. You know, we're, I mean, this is this is a lot. This, this is good stuff. I hope you pay attention if you're an agent. You know, we're we're looking for the needle in the haystack in a lot of cases, and you know, unfortunately, it's not going to get any better. I mean, I read an article this week that um, a house that's priced at three twenty five today is going to be worth three fifty next year. So for buyers that are sitting on the fence and waiting because they're afraid they're going to overpay for a house, that's not the case at all. That house is going to cost them more if they wait. So, but it's just, you better I hear, be creative. I, I hear people talking about it all the time. A lot of agents too, actually. They're like, all right, man, I want to sell my house, but I mean, I already know that I'm going to be, you know, pay, overpaying for. You're not overpaying. I, I don't think so either. You no, know? the prices are rising okay, so rapidly right that 
I mean, my personal house appraised when I refinanced it last year for four thirty five. I could sell it today for five thirty if I listed it. Um, and it's the the prices are catching up. I mean, there was Dave Ramsey, who a lot of you guys probably follow, um, did a, a Facebook interview with somebody last week and you know how conservative he is. I mean, he was asked, are we in a bubble? And he said no. And he said, you, they asked him, do you think people are overpaying for houses? And he said, no, prices are rising rapidly yeah. and they're going to continue to do so. So it, this, this is unfortunately the market that we're in. And, you know, interest rates are still extremely low. So it's great for buyers. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have sellers that want to sell, but they're, they want to be able to take their time and finding a house. So in yep. some cases they're going into an apartment. Are you advising people to refi right now? I got absolutely. Yeah. Really, yeah. a lot of them that have been that you worked with like yeah. in the last two three years, or yeah, are, even like longer. I mean, I've got right clients now. that are you know still at five and six percent interest rates. I mean, you know, interest rates are still hovering around three percent. So if you've got anything, you know, four percent or higher, you should definitely look at refinancing. Is this just a follow up touch when you're saying, hey, you should do this? Yeah. Or, is, or are they like in the market for a new house? And so it's part of, kind of part of the conversation. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're as a team reaching out to, you know, we try to communicate with our clients on a sure. quarterly okay. basis. Okay, this is part of the follow-up. Follow Exclusively, follow got it. Yeah, just yeah. staying in touch with your past clients. And that's why we do get so much business from past clients. But, you know, reaching out to them, um, you know, and saying, hey, you know, I don't, I'm not sure what your current interest rate is, but if it's above this, you know, I would highly consider that you talk to a mortgage person about refinancing and, you know, then sometimes they'll get into the conversation. Well, we're actually thinking about, you know, we need a bigger house and, you know, or even just asking the question, how has COVID-19 changed how you feel about your current house? I mean, a lot of people, we've a lot of clients that we're working with right now, they're now working from home and they don't have the space. You know, they're using the closet, the kitchen table. And, yeah. You I know, love that a lot. It was okay for a short term period, but now they're finding out that they're going to be working remotely in some cases forever. Like their companies have no plan of bringing them back into the office. And so now they're like, well, we got to get out of this house. We need a bigger house. What was the question again? How has COVID-19 COVID changed how you feel about your house? You can use that regardless of the industry or the business that you're in. How has COVID-19 changed the state of your business? And depending on what your value yeah. is to that business, then you know, there you go. Absolutely. If you need a follow-up touch, that's gold right there. Because, I mean, every, everybody's changed. Yeah. Everybody's changed. Love it or hate it. I think most people have embraced, <clears throat> embraced it. Um, I'm tired of people Zoom bashing. I mean, it, yeah. is, it is what it is. Well, You're probably more productive. We've Stop all learned how to use QR it. codes. We've all learned how to That's use QR codes. That's right. <laughs> people but, yeah. just have, have adapted. I mean, when it, they get it. when it first happened, I mean, it was scary. You know, I, I, I didn't know what was going to happen to the real estate market and told my husband and my kids, quit spending money. You know, when you go to the grocery store, only buy what's on the list. Don't buy all the extra stuff that my husband is notorious for buying. Yeah. And, you know, fortunately, mid-April, end of April, things just shifted completely. And we just got crazy busy and, you know, and in the middle of it all, changed brokers and when did, growing let's the talk team. About for a minute. When did that happen? When did that happen? End of August of last year. Okay. And then you, and that was a move from, well, hold on. I'm trying to remember here. You're a coal banker when I met you. Mm -hmm. And then you went to Gary Green. Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay. And then, uh, was that where you were when you went to Compass? Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love Better Homes and Gardens. I can't say enough about Mark Woodruff and uh, Maryland Island. Yeah. I mean, they're amazing people, great owners. The culture is amazing. Never thought I would leave. Um, and then during COVID when I'm, you know, working at home and my, I had took my son's desk from college and put it in the bedroom because my husband was using the office 
And, picturing it, I love it. Yeah, so then I started getting phone calls from Compass, and I get calls from Barkers all the time, and sure. just telling them I'm not interested, I'm happy where I am. How they get and, the attention. But they, I, I don't what, remember. What raised the eyebrow, Jill? You know, I don't really remember what she said when she called, but okay. something was intriguing, and we had seven conversations, maybe, before I decided to make the move, and um, or maybe eight, but we did not talk about money at all. We didn't talk about commission splits, money, because I, I wanted to make sure that that um, the move was a good fit for my team overall and that mm -hmm. we weren't making the move because of a higher commission split or you know money yeah. or anything. So um, six conversations into it, we got into the money talk, but prior to that, we didn't talk about it at all. And um, second or third conversation, I looped in my marketing girl. I hadn't told anybody else on the team except for Abby, and she was just blown away by the technology. Oh, awesome. So it was after that call when I was like, well, we should really take a good look at this. Yeah, let's so. let's do some serious consideration. It was hard to leave BHG, you know. Yeah. Um, now Rich is—I don't know if you know—but Rich is now at Compass. He's our really? manager, so yeah. What? But, That's cool. Yeah. Did you help with that a little bit? Well, maybe had something to do with All that right, a little there bit. There you go. A little phone call or text, <laughs> possibly could have happened. Like Robert Rufkin's gonna call you, and when you get that phone call, you better answer the phone. Take a minute. Give yeah. him a minute. All right. So, um, and this was what? What was the timeline again? So August of 2020. So this August, you know, right in the middle of okay. COVID, everybody's yeah, still yeah. working Business from home. Still doing My husband great. had lost his job, but again, it turned out to be a blessing because he was a. We literally we signed the lease and we had a week and a half to have the office ready. I wanted this to be exciting for my team, mm -hmm. so um, we BHG was in the process of closing down the our, the office that we were currently officing out of and moving us out to Fairfield, which none of us were really thrilled about because our Core business, a lot of it is right there in the Copperfield area, and um, so I went and rented space, gave my credit card to my marketing girl and my stager, and we were super busy. We had like twenty something closings that month, so I didn't have time to deal with it. Love it. So I just said, I need y'all to make this office look beautiful. You know, go buy the furniture, do all this stuff. So Todd was able to step in and help with all that. And where is your office? We are located at uh, Barker Cypress in Queenston, so literally across the street from where the old Better Homes and Gardens office was. And gotcha, okay. So we have our own little space, and we've grown so much that I had to rent additional space and connect it to the space that we initially rented. Are you closer to 249 or 290? 290. We're right off of 290. Right off 290? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to come check you guys out. You do. I'm out there a lot. And, um, you yeah, know, Doug and stuff, so. Yep. Doug Luza, uh, about to give him a shout out. Um, Doug, hope you're watching. Yeah. You're the one that got me, well, reconnected with Taylor. True, I, true, I knew true, Taylor true. from Cutco, but, mm -hmm. but I, I give Doug credit for helping us get on the cover of the Real Producers magazine and getting me reconnected with you with this new adventure of yours. Solid nomination. I was like, yes, no, Jill. I had no idea because I knew you, knew him, didn't know y'all worked together. Was he in y'all's office for a while? Is that how? No, he was never in our office. No, 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 just, and just I don't remember how. Does a good job from before. Yeah, and he's always, I mean, you know, willing to help and donate stuff to charities that we're doing, like the golf tournament that you mentioned. And, yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's a good lender. So we've got a handful of lenders that we use. He's not the only one, but he, um, he has some products to offer that other lenders don't, and he's been able to come in and save the day in some cases, too. Yeah, he did the loan on my Bay House, you know, in September. So I don't know if you knew that or not, but, yeah. Awesome. This episode of Disruption Nation is brought to you by True Place.
Let's talk about your golf tournament. You were talking about that okay. a second ago. Yep. So, you know, 2020 started out crazy and as things have continued to get crazy. I mean, with COVID and then we changed brokers and um, then um, unfortunately one of the agents on my team who is an army veteran of seven years, um, amazing agent, single mom, a sweet little six-year-old boy. Nice. Um, she started having some complications, knew there was something wrong, but unfortunately because of COVID couldn't get an in-person appointment at the VA. Yeah. It drug on, drug on. By the time she was able to get in, she ended up being diagnosed with bilateral breast cancer. Dang. Um, we as a team, um, we want to be able to give back to the community. And so we had um, set up a golf tournament that we were going mm -hmm. to already host. And it was going to benefit Cypress Assistance Ministries. Yeah. And Amanda, who's an avid golfer, was actually going to run the golf tournament um, yeah. for the team. But then shortly after setting that up and reaching out to Cypress Assistance Ministries to let them know that they were going to be the beneficiary of the golf tournament, Amanda was diagnosed. So as a team, we collectively decided, no brainer, we're shifting gears. We've got to contact Cam and let them know this golf tournament is now going to be to benefit Amanda. Yeah. And we threw it together. None of us, we several of us have participated in golf tournaments. In fact, I'm working in one tomorrow for Cypress Educational Foundation. Um, but none of us had ever run one or st from start to finish. Yeah. So it was a definitely a learning experience. Oh, sure. That's but, a monster uh, of a task. We did it at Sterling National Country Club where Amanda's a member, and they did an amazing job. Um, pulled it off Kudos. without a hitch. Had Fantastic. 170 golfers, which for those of you that are golfers out there, yes, I know that's more than you normally have in a golf tournament. <laughs> but the um, because it was a benefit for Amanda, the, the club manager just said, you know, keep signing them up. We'll put three teams at a hole if we have to. We'll make it work. That's great. And we were able to raise a good amount of money for Amanda. And waiting for one more check to come in from um, the, we did sports memorabilia auctions. Okay. And cool. once we get that check, then we're going to be able to give Amanda a pretty good check because, you know, unfortunately, she's not able That's to work beautiful. right now. She's got to have 12 rounds of chemo followed by six weeks of radiation. So we're just trying to supplement her income and help her because she's, you know, she's been such an important part of the team. Such an inspiring story. When, when was that? How long ago was that? And we just did the golf tournament last month, and yeah. she was just diagnosed a couple months ago. Yeah, okay. It's fresh. Well, congratulations, seriously. Well, thank you. That is a, well, my to, team to, did an to your amazing entire job. team. Yeah. I mean, we so all had to, team. Congratulations. That is, one person that is inspiring and moving, effort. for sure. And, and also the, the members of the country club that know Amanda, I mean, they all chipped in and helped too. And, and the country club. donated his bay house as one of the auction items, and... Yeah, we had a lot of people, a lot of sponsors, um, the owners of Divine Wine out in Cyprus, they were one of the title sponsors. Stuart Title was a title sponsor. So we, That's awesome. Yeah, you know, the community definitely came together to help one of our own in a time of need. So. I love it. That's, that's it beautiful. Awesome. Beautiful story. Yeah. So, um, man, I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to be done right there. Um, awesome. Well, let's talk about, uh, well, I'm going to segue to uh, Pfizer because I know you were with Pfizer. Mm -hmm right before um, the wonderful world of real estate, and I just got a Pfizer vaccine. Me too. <laughs> I'm like between right now. Anyways, had one, gonna do the second, obviously in a week or so, but um, yeah, what's your thoughts on the whole deal? I mean, did, you know, are you good? You're vaccinated, you're not? Yeah, you're... I got vaccinated. I didn't think twice about getting vaccinated. Um, no. You know, coming from the pharma world, I probably have a little bit more confidence in it than maybe some people, but <clears throat> you know, it's, um, yeah, people talk about how quickly the shot was able to come to market and, yeah. you know, that, that so they are fearful of it. Well, 
coming from the pharmaceutical industry, you know, drugs are more expensive in the United States and drugs take longer to come to market in the United States strictly because of our government regulations and the way the FDA works. It's not that a drug manufacturer isn't able to develop a drug more rapidly, it's just it's our self-limiting, um, you know, our government, the FDA, that holds it back. So, gotcha. And in this case, they, you know, widened the restrictions, I guess, in order to allow the, the shot to come to market. But no, I didn't hesitate, got my first shot, got my second shot. Probably not going to feel very good after your second shot. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've heard. I'm going to get it on a Friday, plan ahead. It's kind of yeah. the game plan right now. But, you know, what I've, I've said is I, I feel like I could kind of argue um, both points, you know. Um, yeah, I, I was planning on getting it. You know, did it come out early? Okay, maybe. You know, my parents are, you know, um, in, in their 70s, so, you know, I want to be respectful, right? And, you know, they're, they've both got it, and so, you know, uh, I'm around them and my kids a lot and stuff, so whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get it. I was talking to uh, a neurosurgeon friend of mine uh, just a few days ago, and I was like, you know, I, I wanted his take, you know, because I hadn't talked to him about it, and we were catching up and stuff, and then he was like, honestly, Taylor, you know, it's like where medicine is, you know, was going to go in the next, you know, like 10 years, you know, we've been forced, like, you know, you know, just doctors around the world to compress all that. And, you know, they figured out a lot within the last, you know, 18 months or just a year and a half. And it's been so anyway, it's probably to what you're saying a lot further along than people might be given it, given credit for. And so that was good to hear because what do we hear? You know, what the media talk about, what people talk about, what people talk about when they, they're yeah. sick on the first shot or they felt worse on the second or, or whatever. But guess what? We're all different anyway. So, exactly. you know, who's to say? You know, Blaine, who's filming this right now, he said he's a little sleepy and that was it. And you know, barely felt the second shot. And you got Pfizer too, didn't you? Yep. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, and I think for me too, I mean, I, have, um, I haven't seen my dad in over a year. He lives in Florida and he's 86 years old and... Um, I knew that they weren't going to feel comfortable with me visiting if I hadn't been vaccinated. And I can yeah. tell you, so, you know, since I have family, been vaccinated, shoot. I have several clients because they go on a lot of listing appointments. They feel more comfortable knowing that I've been vaccinated. Yeah. So. Or get angry about it and don't get it because you don't even believe in credit. Whatever. Do whatever the hell you're going <laughs> to do. do. It's <laughs> best for you, right? <laughs> and just, don't, don't, just don't, don't make a big deal about it either way. Okay. Um, how about uh, advertising in your business? What do you uh, do? You use advertising. Yeah. What do you do for advertising? How do you advertise? Well, um, you are know, you we, talking about Facebook ads or something with Blaine? Yeah, so ago? I have an amazing marketing team. So don't shout out to the marketing me. team. Yeah, me shout too. Out to Abby Gotta and love marketing for sure. But so don't ask me details on how it's done because I don't. Know. I say the same thing. I hired them to do their job. <laughs> DM me. My team will help you out. <laughs> But I um, no, we do a lot with social media. Um, we have a, um, a Google local ad. We do um, Google places. We do Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, of course. And um, we also do, you know, old-fashioned advertising in local neighborhood magazines. You know, I still get calls off of that. I'll go on a listing appointment, and they have my little ad sitting on the counter. Um, and then, you know, we do... On all those platforms or all those homes listings that you're that you're putting out, or is it is there no, are there different no, pieces no. for different different platforms? Yeah, we talk about. I mean, I don't want to go through the whole list with you, but some of the ones that you think are the most maybe significant to you know shed light on, which uh, which one? Because you just named like eight. Nine, yeah, well, know, so. I mean, we we have almost ten thousand followers on our Facebook page, so we um, you know we share new listings, of course, on our Facebook page, and then from mm-hmm. there share it to all of our team members. You know, so twelve agents plus. Five admin, so I mean, you figure potentially, you know, fifty thousand people are seeing it. But we also like to um, talk about current trends and um, real estate and yeah. 
you know, finance and that sort of thing. We follow yep. Keeping Current Matters. It's a great website for agents to follow. Um, they, you know, every day are looking at what's happening in real estate specifically. Tell and me about the Keeping Current Matters. Keeping Current Matters, yeah. Okay. And so we'll post, excuse me, post a lot of stuff from that. And then, cool. um, you know, of course, our houses, sold houses, yeah. um, you know, trying to find buyers, trying to find sellers. I mean, it's, you know, do a lot. I'm curious, I've asked a couple of people this, but um, I'm always just curious because I see it all the time, you know, like uh, like all these houses and stuff that are posted and they're sold, right? Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, I don't see a lot of traffic or views or, you know, like engagement, I guess, you know, with it. Maybe a few. I mean, do, do y'all get like tons of, you know, um, you know, comments and traction on that or is it just you just got it's just important to have it out you know it's so it's just important because i mean be I, I, I get that and if that's it that, that that's cool because yeah. I mean, that's not the most engagement type post i mean who's going to care you the lender the person that bought right. it maybe the seller like other than that it's like well damn i can't buy that house because it's already gone so I, i'm just right. I'm the method behind yeah. it you know well i mean i think we strategy. abby and sydney will do um they'll do polls to do to get engagement cool. like you know yeah, show two different kitchens cool. like hey which kitchen do you I need like to do this more. and those, those are, are the good. things that we get engagement on but yeah. you're right i mean we post the just sold and it doesn't really get engagement other but it does i guess provide our team with credibility it shows right super and that's and that's that's worth yeah. it even it's just that so yeah because i you know i'll get phone calls oh my gosh i see you everywhere you know and mm -hmm. i think that a lot of that stems from the social media because we're constantly posting we try to post fun stuff too and not all yeah. houses. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. Marketing is uh, one of my favorite things for sure. Um, are there any other, uh, any other charities that you're you know, affiliated with? Yeah, I am a trustee for the Cypher Educational Foundation, which okay. is an amazing organization. Um, my escrow officer, Elise Adam Buck, actually got me involved in that. Her family, um, actually, I want to say they were one of the founders of the foundation. Um, we this year we gave um, or will give almost seven hundred thousand dollars in scholarships to graduating seniors just from the Cipher Independent School District alone. Wow! So, um, scholarships are given to every high school, okay. um, and then there's certain scholarships like the Interlink Scholarship, Interlink Mortgage um, supports that one. Will go to um, a graduating senior in need from it could be from any of the high schools. So it's very rewarding. I'm the committee chairman for the Jersey Village. High school committee okay. so we get to read um, the essays for these kids every year and just some of the stories are heartbreaking and um, I had the privilege of giving a scholarship to a young lady three years ago who was homeless and just reading her story and how she wow. lived out of her car and had a gym membership at Planet Fitness paid ten dollars a month so that she could shower in the mornings before school it's just you know we go about our lives every day and we don't realize that right here yeah. You know, in the SciFair community, there's kids living out of their cars. How many homeless kids are part of the school district? And she was still able to maintain her grades and be a good student. And she's now at University of Houston and majoring in marketing. And she's wow. doing a great job. She doesn't have to work. She's in a sorority. She's actually getting to live her life like a normal kid. Dang. So, Unbelievable. But it's, you know, every year we just, you know, we have these great stories and these great kids that we're able to, to send off to college. And they don't have to worry about, you know, coming up with the money or getting yeah. loans. So. That was beautiful. Kudos to you, Jill. You inspired me left and right. I yeah. love it. And we have a golf tournament tomorrow, the BF Adam Golf Tournament, which we have every year out at Black Horse. And, and awesome. so I'll be out there all day tomorrow volunteering for that. Very cool. Jill Smith and her team giving back. Um, tell people how they can get a hold of you if they have any questions or want to reach out. Yeah, so our website is jillsmithteam.com. Uh, my email address is jill at jillsmithteam.com. 
And my cell phone number is 281-704-3749. Um, you can reach out to us on social media, email me, um, contact us through our, our um, website, any of those. There you go. Awesome. And before we get out of here, i got a couple questions for you. Um, what's, your, uh, what's your favorite you know, artist or musical genre? Probably country, and I would say Blake Shelton. Awesome. I mean, I listen to, you know, I also listen to sure. the throwback, the 80s. I'm a little bit older than you. I'll listen to all good, all good. Yeah. <laughs> probably, I mean, most most of the time my radio in my car is honestly on a podcast, real estate related. But if not, I'm listening to country music. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Podcast and um, audibles. Yeah. All day. Love them. Uh, what else? Uh, favorite restaurant and what do you like to eat there? Well, if for any of you that are friends with me on Facebook, you know where my husband and I are every Friday night. <laughs> We're at Divine Wine Bar and Bistro in Cyprus. It is our favorite go-to restaurant. We refer to it as our cheers. Um, oh, there you go. They have great food. A lot of people don't realize they have food because when they opened, they opened as Divine Wine Bar. Yeah. They've now added the bistro to their name. But they have go. amazing food. So if you're out in the Cyprus area, I highly recommend it. There you go. What about your favorite brand or product that you can't live without? Um, well, in real estate, it, I think we get really stressed out and tend to drink more than we should sometimes. And right now, for me, that would be my Deep Eddie's Ruby Red Grapefruit. There you go. Keeping it real. Love it. You know, come 5 o'clock, got to have a drink sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes, right. Yeah, there you go. Um, Let's see. What else do I have for you? Uh, Dream vacation? Where would it be? Fiji? Fiji? Yeah, on the list for sure. What about a dream car? Mm, Land Rover. Land Rover? You driving one? No, I drive a Lexus right now. Gotcha. And I love my Lexus. When was Lander ever coming? I don't know. Five-year plan? Right now we're... Five-year plan? We're redoing plan? our house right now because we had a pipe burst. So... Gotcha. We're... So now now that I have new floors, it's like, well, now I want new shutters and I want new... This. <laughs> That's, That's going to stack for a while. <laughs> so I Got it. sell a house to pay for that, right? Yeah. All right. Let's see what else here. Um, what else I want to ask you? Oh, hobby, special talent. You know, maybe nobody knows about you. I, I don't have a special talent, unfortunately. Can't sing, can't play a musical. Well, I did. I did grow up. I was in bands. I so played I the clarinet, and I was pretty good at clarinet back in back in the day. There you go. Probably couldn't even do anything with it today. Um, no, I mean I, I like to read when I have time. When I'm on vacation, that's my time to like read a beach book or something fun. Um, other than that, it's you know a lot of it's real estate and hanging out in the pool. I'm spending time with my kids. I mean, that was the one blessing of COVID for me as my college kids came mm-hmm. home and got to spend a lot of time with them. Nice. So. Empty nester, and then you got them back? Is it, is it kind of that situation? Yeah, yeah. they both came back and, and lived cool. at home for a while, and yeah. so that was nice having them there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now let's see. Oh, favorite book or what, what you're reading right now? Um, what I'm reading right now is Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. Okay. Um, Favorite book? Dare to Lead, is that what you said? Dare to Lead okay. by Brene Brown. She's actually local. She's a professor at University really? of Houston, but very well-known. Cool. Awesome. Um, Arthur, very good. Fantastic. Um, and then also um, Hyper Local, Hyper Fast. Is, I'm kind of reading both of those at the same time. So um, Hyper Local, Hyper Fast is really about focusing on your farm or your current area and being relevant with the in the neighborhoods that you're in. And then... Um, Favorite book that's, you know, a fun read would be Vince Flynn, okay. um, the Mitch Rapp series. I don't know if you've read that. But he's, he's kind of CIA. Got it. Goes undercover. All right. And it's, I, I got love some drama, books, so, some yeah. suspense. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Okay. And what, what about, what's the best advice you ever got and who gave it to you? Um, 
just really, I guess when I started in real estate, my mentor who, um, you know, staying in touch with your past clients, like having a plan from the beginning and not waiting until you're busy. And I see that all the time where agents start in this business and they're, they're just focusing on the transaction and they're not having a plan to stay in touch with those past clients. Sure. Um, and then also confidence. I mean, I think 90% of being successful in this business is being confident in yourself and portraying that. Even if you don't necessarily feel confident in that situation, portraying that confidence. Yeah, I, I love that. And uh, you got that for sure. It's so important. And, uh, and I mean, you can tell kind of right away. I mean, just, you know, because I talk to a lot of agents, you know, and of you, course you, you, you kind of figure, you, you figure it out real quick. But, you know, the ones that got confidence, that goes a long way. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, Jill, thanks so much for being on. Well, thank I you appreciate for having me. It was yes. a pleasure seeing you again. And Absolutely. I look forward to coming to some of your events in the future now that we're yep. kind of loosening things up a little bit. Well, Bring your crew um, to the May 26th event. Okay. Yeah, Lake Conroe. Lake Conroe. It's been a while, but we have, uh, it's a two-story boat, and there's room for, I think, like, I mean, like 75 people. Sounds good. Yeah. That'll be a good time. All right, guys. Disruption Nation is a show podcast platform where we uh, showcase people that are doing that, disrupting their space in a positive way, like Jill Smith and her Compass team of 12, killing it. And so just all the, seriously, all the, you know, congratulations to you and the successes and giving back and Thank the stories you. and what you're doing. I mean, it's, uh, it's motivating and inspiring and, and, uh, and just, it's fun to watch. It really Thank is. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate so, it. Thank Thanks you for, for your, your time and, and being here and, you know, give us a, a like Houston Roll Producers, our page or follow us or download us. We're your favorite pot, you know, uh, podcast app, Spot, Spotify, <laughs> you know, whatever. And, uh, and if, again, if you want any information about, you know, what we got coming up, you know, you can send me a DM if that's easier or, uh, or whatever. So we'll, we look forward to uh, connecting and reaching out to you. So that being said, we'll see you next time. Fairway Offer, Jill Smith, Disruption Nation.